In Plato's histories, the Greek historian described a city that shined as a beacon of power and technology. A city so wealthy, it was able to cover its walls in brass and gold. It possessed vast military might and a powerful navy which helped it to conquer most of what was the known world at the time. He was speaking, of course, of Atlantis. This mighty nation was said to have been destroyed by the gods nearly overnight by devastating earthquakes and other natural disasters. While it is still hotly debated whether Atlantis was an actual city or perhaps an allegory used by Plato, this has not stopped historians and archaeologists from trying to tease its actual location from Plato's writings. Recently, though, a theory has been put forth that perhaps Atlantis was not swallowed by the sea but now sits in plain sight within the Sahara Desert. Unusual geologic formations and tantalizing archaeological tidbits lend weight to this wild theory. On this case file, join the theorists as they get into one of the most epic Osterian contests with the Eye of the Sahara. To Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 89, Eye of the Sahara. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. Andrew. <laughs> and I, just, we did it right that time. Yeah, no, great. I said I'm, I'm staying in my lane. <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you have to stay in your lane, Braden, and drive five? Drive five? Yeah, why do you oh, got to drive five? Uh, had a little of that legal cannabis. I think it's Brain's first time stoned on the podcast. We've pretty uh, slow moving right now. <laughs> See what your motor skills are. going to slow <laughs> down. Yeah. Prepare yourself for uh, me taking my time, not stumbling <laughs> with my words here. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. We get, do we have anything? Vegas is coming up January 31st to February 4th. So stoked. Details are taking shape. I think uh, I think Area 51's on the, on the agenda. At least drive mm-hmm. out there. Oh, 100%. National Museum of Atomic Testing. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't there like a haunted house or something there we can go to? Yeah, there is some sort of haunted Probably. house. So I'm glad I'm not going. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a big old nerd trip anyways. Yeah. So what are we going to do if, so what the deal is pretty much if you want to come to Vegas, there's no, like you just pay your own way and we just meet up and whoever's around, we just do some, we're going to drink beers and hang out. We'll hang out with you if you show up and uh, you can take (laughs) pictures with us. Please be our friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hang out with you and get drunk and that's, you know, that's real fun. You'll see a full on meat draw drunk Braden. Real life. Oh yeah, and, and you'll forget. You'll forever regret your decision for coming. We will not <laughs> charge for photos, like some people we know. No, we don't yeah. charge. We we get payments in beer. Ridiculous. It's fine. Beer's fine. Mm-hmm. Forever. Oh, for yeah. anything. For anything, really. Um, let's get into some space news. 
Ooh, I got a, I got a <laughs> lot of space news. This is a bad day to get a lot of space news. It's a great day to be a, a listener. <laughs> uh, China moon mission lands Chang four space. Oh wait, I read this. Yeah, they landed it. Was that gonna re- Oh yeah, they're making tracks on the moon. Yeah. Me and Dad were talking earlier, and it's uh, dropping some space potatoes. Dan, is that what you were saying? I'll say that on board the spacecraft, they had loaded, uh, I think, a type of potatoes, like potato seeds and silkworms, from what I heard. What? Like they're they're what? the first living things on the moon. So that besides people, they just unleashed them on the moon. I, they didn't unleash them on the moon. I just heard. I heard that there were the spacecraft was carrying a type of silkworms and potatoes, and I think they were going to try it to experiment on what you know if you could grow something. On the moon. Oh, and like oh, some, yeah. some, some type uh, of dome or something? A small tin. Small tin contains seeds of potatoes and rock cress. Oh, fuck. Arabidopsis thaliana. Yes, um, one more time. Know. And silkworm <laughs> eggs. I, they the, think the, they're going to live in this little tin can because... They figure the plants will support the silkworms with oxygen. There's no way that thing lives. Fuck no. No, it dead. It's just they just leaving it on the surface surface of the moon. I don't even know if they're leaving it on the surface. I think they're just carrying it around on the rover. Oh, oh. weird. Hmm, interesting. Uh, what else did I have here? Oh, there was uh, a giant super. Blue blood moon eclipse. Like I Super said before, I feel like these are becoming more and more common, and every time I hear them, they have a more ridiculous name. Like the last one was like the giant red eclipse. This one's the super blue blood moon. What's Super next? blue blood moon? What was it? Just like, did it drive a Rolls Royce and have yeah, blue blood, man? It's work, working class. That's blue collar. <laughs> Same That's the blue collar moon. <laughs> Blue blood means it's in law enforcement. Come on, no. Oh, blue that? blood. No, blue blood. Blue bloods is a re- it's a reference to somebody who's got who's really rich or from like old money. There is a there, and it's about a family of police officers, like a family of them. They're cops. Oh, I'm not doing. Uh, oh, I want to talk about this one. Behold, SpaceX first Crew Dragon spaceship is on the launch pad. Uh, eventually, this is the ship that's gonna carry astronauts into space they're uh doing some unmanned test launches so so it'll be the first non-nasa shuttle to bring a rocket to bring humans to space yes but they're testing it right now so i imagine manned launches are on the horizon Dope. so that's pretty cool uh i think it it could fly later than january 17th so That'd be pretty cool. Once, hopefully, there are setbacks with it. Pretty cool. Uh, I've got that one down. down. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for spaces. I was exiting. <laughs> I was closing them. Ones that were going to be too hard to read. I was closing as I went. Uh, uh, that one's just that in. It's just in bulletin. Space is still cool. I got. I got space. one. Space. Is the place. I wanted my fucking mind blown, though. I was all excited. 
What, potatoes and silkworms on the moon doesn't blow your minds? What about this? What about the new picture of... How did you even say Ultima Thule? Ultima Thule! Ultima Thule. The first yes. stereo image of Ultima Thule was taken on the New Horizons. Or the New Horizons science team created the first stereo image pair of Ultima Thule. In the space peanut? Yeah, it looks yeah, kind of like a little People said peanut. it looked like a snowman. I was like, have you never built a snowman? They have three balls. Dummy, yeah, that's not... It's two balls. Yeah. It's a peanut. It's not a snowman. Space it's peanut, peanut way out in the Kuiper belt. Took a picture of it. I think the, the only snowman I built had three ball or two balls, but I'm lazy, so that's probably had yeah. more to do with that. Yeah, so that's a height thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can't reach. <laughs> you can't get to the top. You can't stack that third ball. Oh man, need to get on somebody's shoulders. <laughs> Give it a good underhand toss, balance it just right. I don't have the uh, hand-eye coordination for that. <laughs> okay. Let's, Anyone else got space news? No, no that's end space news. Fucking space Big news. Um, Dan, you got to read this UFO case file of the week. I can't read this. <laughs> you can't read it? <laughs> I can't read this. No, 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 no. You don't get off that easy. <laughs> you you yeah, got to read the dirty thing. Right. Fire up the randomatron. Let's see All what right, happens. and we're thinking at it right now. Wow, perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> British aircraft enthusiast describes triangle UFO. This Ooh. is by Roger Marsh. A British witness at Hemel Hempstead reported watching a triangular shaped object under 500 feet with an invested light up dome. According to testimony in case 89653 from the Mutual UFO Network, witness reporting database. The event occurred beginning at 3.35 a.m. on January 17th, 2018. In quotes, a bright light came through bedroom curtain, the witness stated. A triangular vehicle was spotted, gliding in a straight line. Underneath the vehicle was an inverted lit dome, virtually touching the three sides. The inverted dome had arched ribs from bottom to top, with a center pillar projecting a bright light. The witness said he had a perfect view of the object until it disappeared over nearby buildings. <laughs> I almost said village buildings. I was mixing the two words. Uh, in quotes, my first reaction was it was a strange plane out of London Airport, then immediately realized it was not a normal aircraft. United Kingdom Assistant National Director Michael Price closed this case as an unknown aerial vehicle. Having reviewed the information, this case provides me with somewhat difficult assessment to make, Price wrote in this report. The witness is an aircraft enthusiast, and being one myself, I know how accurately we can identify known aircraft, both civilian and military, with a lot of accuracy, even in the dark. This, for me, rules out misidentification of a known aircraft and type. In quotes, the second interesting point to note is the descriptive 
of the central light, not only in its shape and luminosity, but also the fact that it was clear enough for the witness to notice that it almost touched the three sides of the triangle. The arched ribs descriptive is very interesting, which is central pillar of light. I have heard this described before by whistleblowers out of Area 51 and Lockheed that state that bright light given off is plasma charging through the anti-gravity drive, which could have a wave expulsion pattern similar to a black hole forcing out light from the top and bottom of the center. This could explain the pillar of light observed with the arched ribs providing the skeleton for the plasma charge containment. Without any additional evidence or secondary observed sighting, it is difficult to investigate further, but I think based on the short description, what was viewed was either a known AV or an unknown aerial vehicle of ETV classification. I have classified this case as a UAV in the absence of any reliable identification of TR-3B or Aurora military craft. Hemel Hempstead is a town in Hertfordshire, England, located 24, 24 miles northwest of London. That's the end of that story. Mm, I have no idea. I was so focused on reading. I have no idea what <laughs> I read. don't even know what you read. <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, uh, you guys could talk about it. I have no idea what it is. What, what, what sh- happened? What, what shape Someone was it? summarize it real quick. What, what shape was it? What shape was what? <laughs> Honestly, I was so like, I was just like, hey, don't fuck up these words. I didn't even like, it didn't even register what I was reading. <laughs> oh, shit. Is, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> you'll hear it. You'll hear it later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, let's get at the task at hand. What are we talking about today? Oh, something called the Eye of the Sahara or more scientifically known... The, was it recot or reshot? Recot. Recot structure. Recot. Some call it a possible location of the lost city of Atlantis. Hmm, interesting. What, first, th- so, first, uh, first thoughts. What are your first thoughts on it? Doesn't matter who. What well, are you thinking? I like my. F- I was pulling it up on Google. Look, I'd never heard of it before. Before we started looking into it, and I was like, "Oh man, that looks." Very out of place, like the landmark itself. You're like, doesn't look. It looks. It looks designed almost. It definitely just looks out of place for like when you see all the aerial videos. That's all I was thinking. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything else you've ever seen, like geologically, really. Totally. Like pretty- yeah. No, that 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 definitely stood out to me too. You know what I mean? Like you'd think if it was a natural. You know what I mean? Some type of a natural act that there would be something else similar around the world. And you know what I mean? With all the research I did, I couldn't find anything that looks anything like that. No. And for, I'm, we're doing a podcast. So we got to describe it. I guess it's like a bullseye, like a man-made giant bullseye. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're almost perfect concentric circles of, of rock. It's, it's really impressive is what it it's, is. It's really except neat. Except it's, like 40 kilometers across so it's huge it is you can, gigantic. you can see it you can 
see it from space. I was reading on one site that like the International Space Station like uses it all the time to like kind of figure out where they are. Yeah, kind of like a landmark from from space. Yeah, like a landmark. Yeah. Yeah, no, it looks wild from space, but if you were to see that from the ground, I bet you it wouldn't even fucking look like anything. It looked like just a couple canyons, really. Yeah, they they never really got an idea of like what how unique the structure was um, for a long time until you had aerial photography and things like that because it's it's huge. Like you get there and you you can't. It doesn't look like anything. It looks like a flat plane, really. I watched this one video of this guy and he, he had hired a guide to bring him in and he said that they got lost for like four hours and they couldn't really find it and he had GPSed it and when he got back into service, it showed their route and he had gone through the center like a bunch of times <laughs> and they had no idea. They were like, because you just can't tell when you're in, it's just desert, it's just more desert, it's sand. It's just so grand that you yeah, inside you have no idea. Yeah. That was my first impression, like looking at it. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because it's like a central island, and then a canyon, then like a raised mountain, then a canyon, then a raised mountain, then a canyon. And at first, at first glimpse, well, you hear uh, like the stories of Atlantis with like the concentric rings, with bridges and water, and kind of, it was connected to the ocean in a way. So I think that's pretty much how the theory starts, that it could be a theory like Atlantis just kind of hidden in plain sight almost. Well, when you see the, like, when you see the, you definitely, like, lean towards that when you first look, because especially if you look up artistic drawings of Atlantis, I was pulling them up and then I was looking at this and I was like, you know what, like, you could make a, you could make a case that, like, there's a lot of similarities here. Oh, totally. It's fucking, we haven't even got into, like, any of the similarities other than just like looks but it that's definitely one of the most convincing ones for sure now what what do we know about history of of this place like is there is there any has they really found any uh any structures or like any evidence of like civilization around this thing what's well, it's not like from what i was reading there's not they can't they don't do much there because of how dangerous um I don't know how to pronounce it. Maritania, Maritania, like it's super dangerous there. So like they don't, it has, it's never been excavated. They've never had any like big equipment out there to like do work on it. Like they do at other structures. It's, it's been very much just kind of left, but from what I've read, they've found remains of like tools and like copper and gold and stuff like that, which would make you think you're like shit's there. Like why let's, let's dig more. Let's, let's, Unearth some more shit. Oh, totally. Because if you go, what about ten, like, what was it like ten thousand years ago? Was the ice age, and they think that like Egypt and that whole Sahara Desert wasn't a desert until like how many thousand? Not not that long ago, right? So at one time this would have been like lush, like it wouldn't have been a desert. I'm not sure exactly what the climate would be, but it's not going to be just sand. There's probably plants and rivers, you know. So the, the yeah, pot, it the, probably would have been similar to what the Naya Delta like the Nile Delta was when it was in its prime. Right. Something like that. You'd have like long, flat, grassy plains, uh, I guess subtropical uh, trees and things like that. Yeah, and like they found animal remains. Like there's there's lots of remains of elephants and stuff like that, and obviously they wouldn't survive in a desert climate, no, right? exactly. Well, it's also weird. They found They found whale bones in the desert. Yeah, that's not fossils, 
Bones. Like actual bones. Bones. So it's like that could most a lot of that could have been underwater at one point. Well, I yeah, you want to think it's underwater, but then if you look at the elevation chart of this area, right, it's like fifteen hundred feet above sea level currently, current sea level, and so the theories. I mean, that's kind of one of the debunking things is it's so high above like sea level currently. Uh, but let's not go there yet. That's that's at the at the end. There's some geological things that maybe could raise it out of the ground. But let's go. Let's make let's make some connections. Where does the connection like Atlantis starts with Plato's writings and uh, Timaeus and Critias, right, or whatever? But that's based mm-hmm. on who is the guy Solon or? Well, Solon. It all starts when Solon uh, took a little uh, journey to Egypt because I guess Egypt at that time had the oldest recorded history, right? And uh, well, he ran into a uh, Egyptian priest. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Sanchez of Sias. Does that sound right? Dan will yeah, know. exactly. So he ran into that to the Egyptian priest, <laughs> Sanchez of Sias, who taught him about Atlantis. And I guess with their records, Atlanta, or Egypt itself used to be part of the Atlantean Empire. Like in their, record, in their history in Egypt at that, at that time. Yeah, that that priest reported to Solon, you know, according to him, um, Egypt was a colony of Atlantis at first. Right. Um, If you read it, it, I mean, it's (laughs) the the story that Plato tells. He's like he says it came from Solon, who was a ancestor of his, (laughs) who was like a relative and like six generations removed. So he was like really. So Plato took Man, the, like the notes of notes of his long lost cousin, and then wrote the stories about Atlantis through that. Pretty much. What's his name? Solon. Solon. He he made the rings of power, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yes, so. He did. That, no, that no, he I'm didn't make of? the rings of power. He made the one ring to rule them all. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. And this is his eye, right? That's the eye of, of what's his name? That's, that's the ex- eye of Solon? That's what we're going to call it from now on, right? <laughs> exactly right. It's the eye of Solon. Look at it. It's an all-seeing eye. Done. It's got an eyebrow in the picture <laughs> I'm closed. At. I'm going to send you guys this link in Discord, and you tell me that's not an eye with an eyebrow. That's not Solon's eye. Okay. I got to get a get look, a, at the thir- look at the second the picture. Look at that. That's an eye with an eyebrow. That's like a Eugene Levy eyebrow. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> I will, well, just saying. But yeah, like this Solon guy, he he was uh he was quite important uh, you know at his time. He was a lawmaker, a statesman, he was an intellectual like who and and I guess at this time this is it was normal for these intellectual types to travel to Egypt to get this type of information, right? To like look into history and bring it back. Right. So, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get there is a fucking huge amount of time between, you know what I mean, Solon and Plato. But, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. We can just discredit them because of that. No, I mean, most people consider these people like the first historians, really. Right. That try to keep totally. try to keep whatever they could, try to find out everything they could and try and keep record of it. Yeah, totally. And then and like, you know what I mean? I think. I, I think Plato would be somewhat of a good judge of, you know, if he thought something was BS or not. I mean, I'm sure Plato doesn't have a hundred percent track record now, but I'm sure it's pretty good no. compared to most people, most historians. Dan, Dan, what are your thoughts on that? On Solon or 
well, just like just these like these ancient like fathers of history, how credible like how how many things do they get really right, and how many things were like disproven or have been disproven that we know of, or do you know of any? I can't believe you're I can't believe you're tossing <laughs> one over to Danny Debbie or Danny Deb Downer there. <laughs> 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 I I think most most of the historians are pretty spot on, but the only thing is is that the only history that we have is their history. Yeah, you know the the advantages that they have is that we do have recorded history for them. I mean, the Greeks and the Egyptians were good at writing things down, and that's what you kind of get is you get their you get their side of the story. Right. Well, and I guess that uh, that wherever that. Egyptian priest was at uh, Sias or the Temple of Sias, I guess you could call it. All that shit's been now destroyed, right? Like, there's no remnants of that. Yeah, it's all like, those hieroglyphics like that Nile. supposedly were in- interpreted. That's all. That shit's all gone, right? Yeah, it's all taken over by like the Nile floodlands, pretty much. Yeah, so which, which is kind of shitty, but convenient for our old boy Sauron here. <laughs> Please, Dark Lord Solon. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad. I came across this guy too. So this is. This is a map that was drawn by, they call him the father of history, Herodotus. He was kind of Herodotus, like, yeah. like before Plato, but after Solon, somewhere in the middle, but he didn't really know either of them. But pretty much, you can search his map. It's a Herodotus. I, I believe he was, he died around the time Plato was two. Yeah. And he, he was, was like, yeah, he was kid. quite the historian too, though. Like he was the one that we got most of our like first information from like the Greco-Persian wars. And he was nicknamed the father of history. Like he was kind of a big deal. Right. And he had a map that showed in the Northwest region of Africa at the, like the whole recorded known world at the time in that area, he had in the Northwest corner, pretty much where this structure is, where this eye of the Sahara is, he had a a place called Atlantis on the map. It was named Atlantis on the map. Yeah. And this map dates back to like 450 BC. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, and pro- like, it's probably even older. It's probably like, tw- oh no, I guess, yeah, 2,500. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and then like right right where he has Atlantis is right where the, the Atlantis mountains are, right? Atlas mountains. Atlas yeah, mountains. Or sorry, the Atlas. Which would have been named after Atlantis, probably. Or Atlas was the well, king of Atlant- Atlantis. King. Mm-hmm. He was the king of Atlantis, first which, king which of means, like, Atlas means, or sorry, Atlantis means city of Atlas. And Atlas was the ruler of Mauritania, right? Or the first ruler of Mauritania. Well, he's the first time, right? They say he's the first king of Mauritania, like the modern Mauritania, but he's also the first, he's the first king of Atlantis. And which so, so is the rich yeah. is the area that the fucking eye is at, right? Yeah. So that's one of like the main, main pieces of evidence people point to is that maybe this map is an kind of a transcribed after an older map that kind of, it's kind of like, it shows Atlantis where the structure is and the two are co- like kind of correlated and made connections to to kind of say maybe this was maybe it was Atlantis. Well, and then you get into the like the the shit that Plato talks about in Critias and Timaeus, right? Like it's some of that shit is it's uncanny, man. Like the the size that he said that you know what I mean that Atlantis was just turns out to be fucking within you know what I mean. I don't know how many kilometers of this, of the eye of um, the Sahara. Like that shit's so, fucking crazy. My only question is how reliable were ancient map makers no well, idea you look at go ahead and look at herodotus's map it's fucking pretty much bang on for that area 
Yeah, but I'm just saying that a lot of times was he a map maker? He wasn't a map maker. He was a historian. I think he just he map took the maps kind of. of like the of everywhere and kind of made his own map based on others' maps. I think it's probably how he did it. Right. Well, so yeah. he's guessing. You no, know, at this time at four four hundred fifty BC, made a map that looks pretty fucking well similar to what we use today. And then Plato fucking makes this. <sighs> he writes this Kratos and Timaeus and Kratos. How do you say it again? Kratos. I don't fucking butcher it. I don't know. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. It is. It is cool. Like definitely, it makes a connection. But yeah. Well, I, not in the way in the way he subscribe. Uh, he describes the main city consisting of concentric circles of land and water, right? The exact same amount of circles that are in the eye of the Sahara. Yeah, he says it has three of water and two of land, and if you were to fill up this structure with water, that's exactly what it would look kind of look like with the center island. Yeah, which is pretty fucking nuts. He also says some more stuff. He says in the writings, he says the center island produces fresh water from a spring and hot water from a second. Mm-hmm. Well, so. and that have you seen that documentary with it the, where they show that they were able to pull um, fresh water from the center of the the eye of the Sahara? Yeah. So the yeah, it's what was that? That one's called um, Finding Atlantis, or yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just I just, the James Cameron one. No, no, no that's a different one. That's no, a different one. It's a different one. Anyways, but, yeah. like, that's pretty that's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. So they found fresh water in the center, and I guess around there, if you dig like a lot of it has salt water, so there must be like underground, like something from the ocean under there somewhere, or leftover salt water from a time when maybe the ocean was covering this area. Who knows when that would have been? No idea. But he also says stuff like they use red, black, and white stone for their buildings. And I guess if you go around this eye, there is different types of stones, red, black, and white. There's just, you know, a couple, yeah. a couple of small connections. Well, and again, like I was saying earlier, they have, they found remains of elephants in the eye of the Sahara, right? And then they talk about um, Mauritania's uh, biggest exports were copper and gold, which you can still find in that area. Like Mauritania still exports copper and gold. Yeah. Right. So if elephants lived in this area, it's a desert now. So at one time it definitely would have had to have been green of some kind, some type of savanna totally. or jungle or something. Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. Like that that uh, that video that we watched. What was it called? The bright. The fuck was it? Do you remember the name of it? Oh, oh shit. yeah, the yeah, bright I'm insight guy. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, like that. Fucking, I don't know, man. After obviously, I did a little bit more research after just watching that. But just watching that, the guy fucking could have told me the Earth was flat, and I would have went around <laughs> telling people. <laughs> like, I was, I was fucking sold for a bit there. Did they and then did they did you do any reading about how the uh the the timeline of the younger Dryas impact too? Like that's fucking pretty nut. What's that one? It argues about the um the impact of the comet or asteroid that uh triggered the um rapid and sudden climate change. Yeah, we've talked about a bunch of times that a fragmented comet probably hit somewhere in the northern hemisphere or a few or a few different locations. Pretty much which tr- they found evidence of some in Greenland, which I think yeah, the Hiawatha crater, like and they dated that right to the time, so the evidence is all stacking up for that. Yeah, so, like you listen to Graham Hancock talk about that, and it would fucking blow your mind if you haven't heard of it. Okay, so say that happened, and this city of Atlantis was at that time. Say, let's just entertain the theory that this Mauritania place, or not Mauritania, the eye of the eye of the Sahara, was Atlantis in its current location. It's pretty far from the sea, right? Currently. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's a good distance. <laughs> like a good distance. 
and it's it's pretty, a good distance from the high. sea, and like you said, it's fifteen hundred feet above sea level. It's high, right? But in this, right. in that video, it kind of from a satellite view, it kind of looks like a tsunami had washed like a bunch of mud in one direction. So that's kind of I but, I wasn't convinced. I wasn't convinced on that point because I thought could that not just be ocean winds blowing sand, and that's what you're like. Yeah. You're and just that would have to be collections. That would have to be a legendary. And I mean, I I know like there is flood myths and things like that, but that would have to be a legendary tsunami. Dan, do you think of and coming from the direction as, big as uh, and the coming one from the direction <laughs> of if you're gonna if if you were gonna put it at like the younger Dryas theory, then and and the impact crater is in Greenland, like that's the wrong direction. Yeah, I'm kind of, I, 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 kind of, I want I try to put that theory together. I mean, hey, maybe there's a crater in the middle of the Atlantic that they don't know about either. Yeah, they haven't found it. Could very well be, yeah. If it was a fragmented comet, right? And maybe there's seven or eight, ten mm-hmm. pieces. All pretty Just big. Just peppered Earth? Yeah, that's kind of what the theory is. But I don't know. Well, and and Plato Plato does describe perfectly about the mountains that are kind of surrounding the eye of the Sahara too, which is pretty crazy. And Like, we wouldn't even be able to tell that until we got, like... Well, yeah, what was it? Mountains to the north... Um, ocean to the south or something like that yeah with the opening to the south and they dug like a uh 300 foot by 100 foot deep canal to connect to the ocean to fill up atlantis in his in like in his accounts in in the histories they say it's like 300 feet 100 feet deep and it's supposed to be like five miles long yeah something like that so i'm you know when i look at this structure i don't really i don't I would think you'd see that. I didn't see it. I don't know. I know there's some been some interesting uh, Google people have been pouring over the Google satellite, you know, photos, the Google Earth photos and found some interesting stuff. But I would think that you would see there would be evidence of a five mile long, 100 foot deep canal. Well, I'm on I'm on this. It's a it's a map based on Google Earth. It's called uh, elevation.maplogs.com. And it will, anywhere you click, it tells you the elevation of where you're clicking. So I'm click right on the structure. It's 1,516 feet. And it's kind of like on this big plateau. But if you go, I, it's definitely more than five or six miles, though. If you go and you click, it drops 1,000 feet really suddenly. So if you, if you go back with it, say you went to max, I think the maximum ocean height of, like, of any time that we can tell was about 600 feet higher than it is now. So the ocean, if you were, you have to pull this back, like you'd have to go with the theory that humans have been on this planet pretty much forever, like millions and millions of years. But at one time, the edge of this plateau would have kind of met the ocean in a way that it would have kind of, it would have been a lot closer to the coast, I guess you would say. And if you, like, if you click around on it, you can kind of see where the elevation would slowly change. It would only, it would go up. Yeah, it still goes up like 400 feet though. So you'd have to, you'd have to like make locks, like boat locks, right, to get up yeah. to that. Oh yeah, height. way more advanced than and what they talk about in the. Yeah, they don't describe it. Plato's history. They don't. I mean, Plato's history pretty much puts it as it is an advanced culture. The Atlanteans were an advanced culture, but only in the terms of like Bronze Age. You know, he, he they pretty much describe that kind of stuff. And I mean, the Greeks were relatively advanced themselves. They did have things like or they were developing at least uh, in cr- like crude ways. They had like steam power. 
Um, some of their temples had like steam powered structures and doors and things like this. And they had lots of other, you know, timekeeping pieces and things like that. Navigation. Um, so Atlantis was advanced for the time, but still within Bronze Age technology. And yeah, I think I would think that boat locks would be a little, that'd be a little. And not just a few, advanced. like you would need to. Well, if you believe all that, like the Graham Hancock stuff and that these were like that advanced and maybe Plato got it a little bit wrong, would it be that surprising? Hey, if they I mean, could, had to get it really like, wrong. if they can if they can build the great pyramids and you, you know what I mean, Chichen Itza and shit like that, like apparently some of these super advanced uh, people who spread across the world teaching their ways and got those things built. I don't know. I don't find that that's hard to believe. And then, you know what I mean, like this Solon guy, where you know we're we're taking we're taking his word for it if we believe this theory, obviously. But like, for him to describe perfectly where this fucking you know what I mean? This, this eye of the Sahara is, you know what I mean? It's, it's pretty crazy. Like he could have described it anywhere else in the, you know what I mean? In Africa or anywhere else in the, you know, his general vicinity and there not been any remains and it's still, you know what I mean? Could have been somewhat believable, but just the fact that this structure or whatever is there fucking pretty, it's yeah. pretty nuts. It's quite the coincidence that the thing they describe say this thing is, this is a natural feature and it's the only one on the whole planet. Like they describe it like very, very similar. And it's almost, the size is almost exactly the same as they describe it. The look of it's almost the same with all the circles, you know, it's pretty fucking nuts. So how about this? Okay, now the story of Atlantis is that they were swallowed up by the sea with a massive earthquake. Earthquakes. They, earthquakes. He specifically says earthquakes. He does say the real, yeah. Now, geologically, they they try and say, they say that the structure is like a, some type of like, molten dome that collapsed and then eroded something like that mm. dan do you know how that works i kind of read it i was like i didn't really know how that worked but well, i didn't even hear that it would kind of have to be like under well the, the way that they describe it in some of the videos is that they the area sat on kind of like a, a lava dome and you'd kind of have the lava kind of pushing up if you've had the magma it's kind of like a sinkhole yeah you know but instead of water it's lava and That's so the fucking huge sinkhole <laughs> right massive so the lava would be pushing up and then at, at some point the the magma moved or you know a, a plate shifted or something like that it's it would just like it would just sink down uh into the ground but again this place is 1500 feet above sea level and so yeah if the if it went anywhere that that was kind of if that lava went somewhere, it sank down, but it's not like it's an earthquake. Like he, uh, Plato specifically says earthquakes and this place is nowhere near a fault line. If you look at the, if you look at a map of like the major fault lines, this was, this place is nowhere near a, a fault line. Okay. Here theory. I'm going on theory tangent. So say asteroid does strike near this place and does cause a massive tsunami. What about the impact of the, asteroid or comet setting off like on, the, like on that sweet spot like surface tremors enough to like collapse this dome oh that's the only thing i can think of Earth. so say let's take it a little farther say there was a, a civilization living on this structure and say this area it was really wet and had a lot of rainfall and rivers maybe it was maybe it was more fresh water maybe it wasn't a ocean per se maybe it was just like a, a giant lake there- there's a one thing I was reading, and it, it read like there was hot springs, like tons of hot springs. 
in one of the things I was reading. It kept talking about hot water. But yeah, it does say that they had one cold, like one cold spring and one hot spring in on the center islands. And hot springs only happen around like geothermal activity, right? Yeah. Right. Because just geothermal activity doesn't really doesn't necessarily mean earthquake, so it just means heat escaping from the earth in some fashion. Yeah. Right. So it does. I mean, that does line up. If it were some sort of lava dome, and they had, you know, if they had That's, fresh water, then what? If they did have hot springs, I mean, that it I'm, lines up. I'm stretching my theorizing just, to the max on that one, but I think that's yeah, <laughs> because that you're telling me that that's the only one in the world that happened like that, like that big. Like you think we'd have smaller ones where you could be like, oh, that looks similar but smaller. Well, there is. There's different types of like these domes. There's like impact structures, refolded structures, the domes, which is like this one is. They call them like diap diapheric domes, disputed origin domes. Oh no, sorry. That's funny. That's on Wikipedia. Disputed origin is the ri- the, the Rickot structure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there's three types of known domes and they can, they geologically know how they happen and they're kind of similar, but they're not so uniform, like circular. They'll kind of be circular, but you can like, you obviously tell like it's some type of geological lava, like lava came out of the ground and didn't flow perfect in a circle. But when you get to the re- Rickot structure, which they say is the same as the other domes, it's the only one like that where it forms like symmetrical. So it is super weird. And the only one on earth that they found like that. I mean, the, the place does line up really nicely with a lot of the points that Plato makes in his history. No doubt. It just lines up really nicely. All the points about the, the, especially the concentric circles, you don't find that anywhere else. Um, and you know, and it's, it does have mountains. I mean, he says the place was surrounded by mountains um, when he talks about it in his history, so the place was actually surrounded by mountains. I but, thought it said only in the, only on the north, but yeah, I'm only seeing mountains on the north side. But so that's kind of a. But you know, it's then again, you know, it, the also the kind of weird thing is is that if you do raise the sea levels, right, and you put this thing on an island and where the canal that reaches into the center is supposed to reach the ocean in about five miles, it's way farther. And five miles from the ocean. And if you do raise the sea level, then the land around it also uh, decreases. And in uh, Plato's histories, if you, if you take that, then he said that Atlantis was the size of Libya and Asia, like together. And Asia at the time, he meant Turkey. So putting those two countries together, even if you raise the sea level, you lose the landmass. So, eh. Well, if, yeah, so, okay, say you do raise, raise the sea levels to maximum that could ever be with the amount of water on Earth. Mm-hmm. You would still have a huge, like a huge region, not like oh, not that much of Africa would go under. There'd be ch- chunks of it, but still a huge central region would be above. But it wouldn't be in like a, I don't think it'd be an island, really. I'm looking at the elevation well, chart right now. Th- it doesn't make sense for it to be an island because it's described with all the flowing rivers. And if it's an island, those the mountains wouldn't hold enough. Like, well, if, if it's the size of Libya and and Turkey, it's a pretty big island. If so, it would be like a small continent, kind of, I guess. Yeah, but you wouldn't have the. I'm pretty sure those mountains wouldn't be there as well. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Let's stretch it out. Stretch it farther. So it is documented that like continents can lift. Like if say they say if you were to rapidly take all the ice out of the North Pole out of Greenland, like the it would spring up. Yeah. I'm not sure how many feet, but quite a, like a when substantial at, when amount. Atlas shrugs. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> when Atlas shrugs. <laughs> so is there any is there any way <laughs> when Atlas shrugs? When the weight of capitalism is right. <laughs> 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 It's lifted from your country and it will rise. Hey, where was I going with that? Is there is there any way <laughs> is there any way besides Atlas shrugging that this area, say of Africa, where the Rickot structure is, could have been lifted so that now that's why it's so high above the sea level. Because they man, you do find whale bones up there. So how how would they get there? Something happened to that way. Like, unless that was someone placed that as a joke or something. Like, I have no idea. But I would think that those things would die there because it's a desert. It is a desert. I mean, the the point that the one guy makes in the Bright Insight video was, uh, I think he cited some other archaeologists who have found uh, evidence of whale bones there that are non-fossilized, which is the big deal. Like, if they're fossilized and it's been like they've been there for millions of years, but if they're not fossilized, then they've only been there you know, recently, but it's also a desert. A desert is a great way uh, to preserve bones. It's dry, it's hot, you know, you won't get a lot of decomposition. So I think some of those bones could have been, could have been a couple, you know, tens of thousands of years old. Let's go with that. Sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man, it's pretty fucking crazy. And then like the elevation there's like the elevation right now, was it, it's at 1500 feet. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi. So, so it's still habitable though. Like it's still. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know I mean sure. like yeah, like Denver itself is like five thousand or something like that. So, I don't know. <sighs> this fucking I, I'm still that guy fucking sold me hard, man. I, like, <laughs> I just, okay, we just have to. I'm ready to drink thing, the fucking Kool Aid. The one thing I wanted to talk <laughs> about that they talked about that bright in, on the bright inside uh, YouTube videos is. Those like perfect like spheres they find. The like cut spheres. Mm-hmm. Perfect circles. And then he he just like makes an offhand comedy. He's like, oh, maybe they're cannonballs. And I was like, fuck, maybe they are cannonballs. I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. a fucking reasonable explanation to me, rather than you had these ancient civilization who was cutting these perfect spheres. Well, it totally fits with the whole theory that these Atlanteans or like, I guess the survivors of this catastrophe, you know what I mean? Would spread out to these other civilizations to rebuild and become like gods to like the Egyptians. And you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, an attempt to reboot their civilization. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, and like to me, to me, the fact that these, these surviving, you know, the, the, the few survivors, whatever, that go out and spread out and try to reboot civilization and spread their knowledge. To me, that's way more fucking believable than alien. You yeah, know what but, I mean? Like, I can aliens, buy into though. this fucking theory. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Aliens. aliens. Anunnaki, dude. Well, what about... How else can we... What about on that same video... They show there's Google anomalies that look like man-made almost foundations or some type of like Nazca lines, similar stuff around the area. Oh, I didn't see that in the video. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. So if you search Rickot structure like buildings, you can find some of them. They're like they look like from the from from above they look like you know rectangular buildings with maybe like almost like a tower foundation, like a circular tower on the corners, kind of like a as you would look as like a like a castle 
like floor plan. If you look from above, they kind of look like mm-hmm. that. And other just weird structures that are not explained yet. Mainly because it's such like, a re- it's a re- such a remote area. No one really goes there at all. Well, that's that's my thoughts. Like how much do how much excavating and whatnot has been has been done there? Because personally, almost none. Almost none. Well, exactly. Like you, for me to believe this, I I would have to see a lot more evidence of civilization. You know what I mean? Like they'd actually like have to make an attempt at some ex- some type of you know a big expedition where they're actually pulling. You know what I mean? More than just a few fucking elephant bones and the odd copper and gold, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Tools that they found. Like even with a giant flood, you, you're, we, you know, I would assume we'd find more shit than that. Right. I'd say the, uh, the bright insight video, I, a lot of people linked us that when we said we were going to talk about Atlantis and, and that's the kind of the, the, I, I know it popped up just a few. It's, I mean, it came out, it dropped only a few months ago, like four months ago, five months ago. Yeah, it's um, not that old. And man. since then, the guy's made two other videos. And I'll say this. The guy makes a good argument. Like He makes a really – he supports his point really well. And I think the guy did a really good job with the video and, and lining up a lot of facts that, that all kind of go, go together and seem to have a lot of coincidences that seem to, you know, to support that, oh, Atlantis was here. The only thing that I think that it really lacks is, like Andrew said, there's no real hard evidence. You know, I, I can't, I can't get behind the idea. I believe Atlantis existed, or there was a city that that was Atlantis that Plato pulled on to make up his what some people say is an allegory, but it maybe it was an actual advanced civilization. I don't believe that it the recot structure is where it was. Um, his point, his point in the YouTube videos really only relies on, he cites like geophysical evidence, like this looks like this. So this has got to be it, you know? And also the, and also relies on the lack of information that we have about it. Like nobody's been here, but people have been there. Uh, like people have migrate, humans have migrated through that area for thousands of years. And we've never heard anything of a city in the desert or a um, the leftover remains of something. And if you had a, that recot structure, if you were, if there was evidence of a pyramid building structure or a pyramid building civilization that according to the Critaeus and Timaeus, uh, you know, Plato's histories, this, this city had walls that were covered in brass and gold and an unknown metal also uh, called or a halcom, you know, entire walls covered with this stuff. You'd find something. You'd see something there. You'd find some sort of evidence of a, a seafaring race. You'd find you could find anchors. The boats might not survive because they were made of wood, but you'd find stone anchors. You'd find any kinds of stuff from there. And all that they that they have pulled up in the terms of like human habitation of that area is basically Stone Age, you know, or, or you know, Neolithic tools. So far, so far, yeah. Because right. what, what what if those structures? What if if someone really starts excavating these structures and they turn out to be something, then we then you got to come back and take a second look for sure. Yeah, it's it's a really cool place and it deserves a lot more study. Um, but you know, I put a lot more stock in the idea that 
the Atlantis city that Plato describes is somewhere on the south side of the city. Well, they've made a lot more discoveries now, but in a lot, they're still investigating. But I think it's on the southeastern side of Spain, where they put it at Cadiz and Doniana National Park. And is it, uh, is it that bare, place is under, underwater? Way, I think that's a way more uh, believable place. Yeah, because if, if you go through the accounts, it's, it calls it just outside the Pillars of Hercules. So that's straight there mm-hmm. between Africa and Spain. Right. And it's on the southeast side. And if they if he said it was destroyed in a series of earthquakes, if you look at the fault lines, there's a fault line that writes that runs right under the south between because where the, the African plate meets like the Indo meets the Indo-European plate, it's right there. Right. Mm. So if the and plus if there was a driest impact, like it would set that thing off. You better believe it. So hmm. do you, Dan, do you believe that, so I know you don't believe that the eye of the Sahara, or you think, you know what I mean? You don't have enough evidence to think that the eye of the Sahara was Atlantis. Do you believe that there was a place called Atlantis? Like, do any of you guys? I do. Yeah. I'm I do. Because like, even today, it's still considered like a fucking myth. Pseudo history, right? Like yeah. you look yeah. it up in Wikipedia and it's fucking, it's, you know, they still somewhat mock it. Yeah. I'm not going to go hard and say it's like Aquaman Atlantis, but. <laughs> You know, that there was a probably a, perhaps an ancient seafaring race. It's it's not beyond believable. The weird thing is, is that you have structures in why I argue for Spain is that um, archaeologists have found these structures in Spain. These kind of um, well, they kind of they're archaeologists who support Atla- the theory of Atlantis. They say that these structures that the people built were like temples and they were built in the same similar structure as what Atlantis was described as. You have like these towers that were set inside like two or three circles of stone. And mm. that these were supposedly the kind of colonies or, or even refuge cities after Atlantis had been destroyed. And they moved uh, east. Some moved east uh, towards like Europe and even Egypt. And as far as Egypt and these places. And uh, some scientists even argue that uh the Jewish religion is like the remnants of Atlantean religion. And that's a whole nother thing. But um, there's also evidence that this civilization, these similar pyramid structures and these, and these towers that they built, there seems to be remnants of that on islands in the Azores. And there are pyramid structures and tunnel structures in the Azores, which no archeologists have seemed to study. I, I try to find any type of, really in-depth study or academic papers of uh, like archaeological finds people know that they're there and they've been there for thousands of years but nobody has looked at them well you know what you want you want to prove it to me you just got to find somebody that can talk to fish and then i'll believe them (laughs) right yeah no problem (laughs) show me a present day arthur curry to talk to fish and you can breathe underwater living underwater so now no i just want to quickly go back to that so what, is, what do you call them? Azores? That's like a part of Azores. It's like part of Portugal, right? But it's way out to uh, sea. Yes, yes. It's like halfway. It's halfway across the Atlantic, almost exactly. So, I wonder what the depth around that place is. Some, some to look into. I wonder, like, if there's right. if, if there's you, weird. If you pi- want to look up something weird, look up like pyramids on the Azores. It's kind of difficult, a little bit hard to find. But you look in those, it's. There are pyramid structures on there and strange tunnel formations that somebody built at some time with architectural know-how to build those. 
And then those pyramids, which are step pyramids, look oddly similar to Aztec and Mayan architecture. So. Uh, and that's right in the middle. And they do find all the similarities between Aztec, the Incas, Egyptian, all those similar building styles. Mm-hmm. So you find the same stuff right in the middle, middle of, the, of the Atlantic. An ancient, super advanced seafaring race with right. maybe 10 kingdoms <laughs> there, over the world. Could there have been more than one kingdom, though, of these advanced seafaring people, right? They could have spread, divide, and conquer. Well, they said in the in the thing is that they had, was it five? Tw- well, the, the myth is he had five twins, and they took over and had 10, five sets of male twins, and they took over 10 different, they had 10 different kingdoms Besides, of Atlantis. Five sets of twins, that's fucking nuts. Apparently, this area is the most common area for twins that guy was did you hear that yeah i heard him say that too i think that's a little ridiculous but where how do you how do you find that fact i don't know i you know what birth records i know you just look up for a country with highest rates of twin births like it's recorded somewhere and they recorded in hospitals and things like that and i think you said nigeria was the which is uh that's pretty far from there yeah i guess yeah, it's not in the right, um, it's not right next door. It's a weird little fact, but it's a weird correlation. But I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a real connection. I, I personally, I think that this, like, so all these facts that this guy's brought up in that video, and you know, even just a little digging I've done, you would think that that would elicit some type of investigation or like more people to have already been kind of on this on this trail. Like, why, why is there this big push to bury? You know what I mean? Atlantis and kind of poo poo it and make it fucking, you know what I mean? It goes against all modern teachings. Like, is it, so it's, you know what I mean? Like the fucking Orwell quote, like, you know, who controls the past controls the future type thing. Or do you just think people don't want to admit that they could have been wrong? I think it's probably a bit of both. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of resistance from the scientific community to really investigate those things. Plus it's also a money thing. It's, you know, I really think it's, it's really expensive to fund a dig. And it's like, if you don't find, it's a big gamble to go find something like that. You know, it's like, I need this much money. You know, what do I need? I I don't know how to grant how much would be like a hundred thousand dollars to go, uh, to go dig in the middle of the desert. And we might not find anything. Yeah. And we might, there's a good chance that we won't find anything. Well, we got to fund things like fucking Space Force. That's way more important. (laughs) We have way more important things to spend our money on, like, you know, boner drugs, (laughs) keeping our hair. (laughs) You'd think they'd be fucking putting more, you know what I mean? Like studying more in with the younger uh, Dryas and shit like that. Because that, fuck, if that shit's true, man, that's terrifying. That could happen again. And with our type of technology nowadays, you'd think that... (sighs) I'm not saying it could be preventable, but I'm sure we could work towards. Here's the thing: Would you want to know, Andrew? Fucking rights, I'd want to know because I'd want to like I'd I'd want to work towards potentially. Dude, it would be chaos if people everyone knew if everyone knew something like this was going to happen. Talk about like a, an impact. Yeah, or like a fucking. I think I think NASA's actually NASA's actually playing a launch of one of their uh, asteroid redirection kind of experiments. They're going to kind of do that. I think they found a. Uh, they found one that's an asteroid or like a celestial object that's like it's not it's not coming near us. It's not we're not in danger of hitting us, but they're gonna try and see if they could actually change its path enough. So I mean they're doing yeah. that. They're we're we're working on that. And I think it I think with the 
I read somewhere that I, with the current early warning system, if there was going to be an object that was going to impact Earth, I think they said they would probably, I think it was either, it's either three months. I think we'd have like a three months warning. Dude, I don't do think they tell, I don't think they tell us. Well, you know, but like you asked me if I want to know, I do. I would want to yeah. know. Yeah. Well, I think I think you would kind of know most of the thing because it's. I mean, well, I don't like, know. You know what? Know how? Because most we of the stuff, know, the, but but know. like you know, and a lot of people would be freaking out, obviously. But I think, oh yeah, I think the majority of people would want to know and want to work towards a goal, right? Like, obviously, it's it's better than just being like, oh, we're fucked anyway, so just let it happen. You know what I mean? And start investing the money. No, this is how I think we would know, because now with all this modern technology, really good telescopes are not that expensive anymore. And a lot of amateur yeah. astronomers and am- like astronomy groups have pretty powerful telescopes. It's a big so, sky, man. So I know, but you would eventually you would see it coming. NASA might be able to hide it from the public with because they have more advanced satellites for a bit. But eventually, uh, like amateurs would find it. They're always searching. You know what I? I gotta. I think we'd know the the reason I think we'd know is because like I think all the like the rich billionaires would start making like companies that are trying to like inhabit Mars and the moon and like launch people into space and get us off the fucking planet. <laughs> you mean like right now? What? <laughs> Building underground what bases and bunkers. <laughs> That's how I think we'd know. And you'd have to put the pieces together. <laughs> Why you got you got to buy a t- you got to buy a ticket go to space. It's going to cost you $500,000 or whatever. I'm fine with a close running meteor because it's going to split the moon in two and then it's going to birth a new age of super science and sorcery on our planet, just like Thunder the Barbarian (laughs) (laughs) and his fabulous sun sword with his friend Ukla the Mach and the sorceress Ariel. (laughs) I can't believe I that. Look forward you, to. Like, I, how did I never hear about that TV show? That show is great. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bummed out about not knowing what. <laughs> and deprived, it. man. Oh my god! Canadian cartoons weren't half as good. We got like Rocky and Bowling Pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking weak, fucking weak <laughs> ass shit. But yeah, going back to the Ricot, I, I too, I don't, I'm not sold that this is Atlantis, but I definitely think that. We need to we need to like do some digging and you know explore that area a lot more than we are because I bet where there's some crazy shit we're gonna find under that sand. But I I think it was if it was Atlantis and all the shit you hear about it, you would see we would see remnants like similar to you know the pyramids and that kind of stuff. You'd see better structures. Maybe they're buried. They might be. Have they not even tried that like the X-ray shit that they've been doing? I don't think they've tried the anything. Lidar, yeah. that stuff's so expensive; well, it's really hard to get like a. Yeah. They really do it. I don't. I still think it's uh, the fact that Plato says that Atlantis sunk into the ocean, and then now this place is fifteen hundred feet above sea level. So what did it sink below sea level and then Maybe come back meant- up fifteen hundred feet and then? You still wouldn't. You don't see anything after it comes out of fifteen hundred feet. Ocean of sand. 
There you go. Yeah, never maybe, thought yeah, of that. Maybe there's a mistranslated something, and it's not. It wasn't into the ocean. It was well, into a sea, and then the sea dried up, and you got this. And this was all pulled from hier- hieroglyphics, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'd still think you'd see people. Mm-hmm. I think people would have saw something in that desert. Like people have been migrating through that region, whether it's you know the type of like Bedouin tribes or, or things like that. People have been trekking through that desert. Somebody would have seen. Something. Yeah, but You'd how many people are pulling shit out of there? Yeah, but look huh? at the shit that they're finding now in Egypt with the x-ray, right? That there was no record of. Yeah, but that's all buried beneath other cities. Like, it's it's always been there. Like, we know that. It's like when they found Troy. You know, they knew about Troy. They, they knew kind of where it was, and there was evidence of something being there. It just was never as big as they thought it was, and not exactly in the same. There, there was some evidence of something that was there. So I, I would just think that you would see something if you had a five mile long canal, like a bunch of fucking concentric circles that was described by fucking ancient. <laughs> it's it's true, man. It's uh, like I said, they need to dig it up. I'm a fucking dummy. I'll admit it. I'm I'm a big old fucking dummy. And but this this YouTube video's got me going. I'm fired up. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm not I'm not fired up on Atlantis. I'm fired up that like, why aren't we digging this shit up? Let's. Let, there's something there. Totally. Fucking cool, man. I I'm pretty. It's, people have gone in there. I think there was like a there was a group that went in like 2016 or 2013. They went there and tried to dig stuff up, but they didn't find anything. Yeah, but how much? What was like a was it a big scale project, or they just pick one tiny piece of the desert and go for a pick around? But I'm pretty sure they would have. If even if they could cover one piece of desert, they would have covered like one of the places around that area they would have probably picked the best place to get the best bang for their buck and if they didn't find anything there eh. or these the guys that found the fucking whale bones and the elephant manes fucking i think that was a, that was a different group those were actual well like, dude i think this you, you sell me those you have me sold on those people, perfect those perfect rock spheres sold like let's get in there <laughs> well man like, oh you know what I bet you can buy one of those online because it's a third world country. I bet someone's selling them. Okay. I, I would say, okay, if the Atlanteans help build the, if their knowledge helped build either the Sphinx or the pyramids, which have been around for some people say like 11,000 years and those have been built to last. Do you, do you think like their capitals, the Atlanteans capital city would have been built to last as well, that there'd be something left Okay, more well, than just nothing? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know, man, that's, that's hard to argue. It's hard to argue, but okay, check. I'm going to post this in the Discord here. This is a structure that's on the Rickart structure. It looks like a foundation of something. Let's have a peek at this. See, see what you think. If you look at, when you look at it, it looks, it's something, it's not natural. It's straight lines with little, on the, oh. on the oh, corners yeah. or circles Where's and that? stuff. Where's that? Zoom out. That's if, fucking crazy. Zoom out. It's right in the structure, man. Zoom out. Oh, weird. I never saw that. And there's a few oh, of those. Oh, shit. There's a few of those in there. So there is some weird... Oh, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, I'll Good show you. Eye. Where, did, yeah. you, did you find that yourself? No, I read it, man. Oh. So here's another one. Have a little peek at that one. So if you're, if you're looking, if you have time and you're looking right now, just search for Rickot structure buildings or foundations. You know, it'll take you to the Reddit page and you can find all these links. Weird. So these stuff, this is on 
the structure on like some of them are closer to the center than others uh, there is some something's there from the side unless it's some type of somehow perfectly rectangular there's gonna be there's gonna there's gotta be some type of like leftover shit from the from the Mauritanian civilizations that lived in that area too though right that's what I mean but there's no explanation of what these are no one really knows yeah have, to, mm. have, have a look at one more Just take a look at that one Zell, you don't gotta sell me, buddy. I fucking bought. It. I want to see. I want to see all three. I'm just saying, like, if some, if someone's going, if someone's going to investigate, I want to see someone digging around where, like, this, like these are. Totally. And I don't know. I can't find if anyone's done it. It's it's not a well documented place, really. Which fucking blows my mind. Like, this is oh, there's only weird. one of these in the entire fucking world. There's only one of them. You know what I mean? And there's been little to no fucking investigating you know that, that, that's fucking crazy yeah yeah it does it is frustrating to see that most of the people just write it off as like a natural formation or even when they do write it off as a, a natural formation there's no been like formal study it's just kind of it's all kind of theories and it's all theoretical people are like oh it probably formed by this way and they just kind of write it off and nobody's done like any hardcore you know no, even if I were like a, not even an archaeologist, if I were a geologist, I'd be on this and be like, yo, this stuff is really fucking weird. Let's go take a look. You know? Totally. Mm-hmm. And then with, with, you know what I mean? All the backup that we have from the Kratos and the Timaeus or whatever the fuck they're called. Well, I wouldn't tell people I was going to look for Atlantis. I'd definitely, be, <laughs> I would lie and just say, yeah, yeah I'm going to go look at rocks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like it's, I don't know. I hope, I hope that's new video is- and all this other shit's going to, going to fucking, I hope some fucking rich ass guys going down the rabbit hole, sitting at home on YouTube, finds us and is like, "I'm gonna fund my own fucking expedition here." Robert Bigelow, well, James Cameron funded his, so you know, James Cameron put his out, and they put it, they put it in Spain, which I thought was good. They found, they found actual, you know, in that area, they found actual stone anchors. So I mean, that that's actual evidence of a like proto Greek. They found structures. And the weird thing is, is that in that Doña Ana Park, which is now swamp, a lot of it's just wetlands. It's a lot of swamp land and mud, which uh, was in the Cretaceous and Timaeus. He said that that was part of like what covered uh, Atlantis was just a lot of mud from the tsunamis and the, and the earthquakes. And underneath the Doña Ana wetlands, about they've found like a uniform layer of methane. And that uniform layer of methane indicates that there was a large amount of organic matter which died and was covered over right. with mud and it was trapped there. So the, the decomposition has produced that methane gas. And the, when they've tested the, the organic matter from that, they've carbon dated that layer of methane to around when uh, Plato would have described Atlantis existing or the cataclysm. That's yeah, cool. that's pretty fucking cool. That's really cool. So I would, I that one sells me more than this one because the guy really just says a lot of geographical stuff. There's no hard, mm-hmm. there's no hard evidence. There's no structures. There's no nothing from a civilization that was even not, not even like the tiniest little blip of something. Well, uh, well, well, but those, just, well, those but little I, little Neolithic like hand axes and stuff like that, like that's that's something, but it's not enough to be like there's. Give it a look. Give it a look. Those look like modern buildings. To me. Yeah. 
Man. Probably for tourists. Yeah, I don't know. That, those those don't look anything like a stone foundation like the other ones. You can you can get there. Like you can take a tour. If you look closer, together. if you look closer there, that looks like tire tracks, like a small road. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure those are just for that's for tourists or something. You just found the fucking souvenir hut here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's where, that's where you can buy your official Atlantis uh, chaskis and keychains. Fucking right. <laughs> yeah, because that one's right but in the seriously. right in the center. Like if fucking if there's uh there's any rich fucking Patreon donors here that are listening to this and want to fund an expedition, I got a fucking shovel, man. We can dig. Got a shovel in my garage. I can totally oh, find it. We can run the experiment if three guys can dig a hole thirty feet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My final thought. My final thought in the eye. It's super cool. It has a lot of good connections, but I just feel it's way too high above sea level and it's, like it's not sunk. So if that if, the, too, if I think it's way too far. If you're gonna go by the if, by the accounts of Plato and others of that era, Solon and Herodotus, then this thing should be under the water unless they just made a grave grave mistake. And like, so I don't know. It's just way too high above what sea level. This? Unless there's some type of phenomenon we don't know which can like lift a continent a thousand feet like rapidly. Boys, which I, I, I know Antarctica and stuff is. It's like raising, it's climbing like, I don't know, like five inches a year or something. Zoom in on that. Just seems, it's very small, but after a long period of time, it's, it keeps going. But yeah. What the fuck? What buildings are there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's super cool, though. Hashtag look it up. Yeah. This has been awesome. This has been a lot of fun to yeah, like, look into. This one's cool. Let's get into some new five star reviews. Woo! Ooh, I, got nice. this. I got one that I'm going to have to read as a wrestler. All right. Yes. <laughs> this uh, review is five-star review from The Right Hook from Canada. Five-star out of nowhere. Do you smell what the ATT boys are cooking? It doesn't matter what you're smelling because this podcast is classic. Imagine cracking a few beers with your friends and getting super kicked in the face. With a big old conspiracy conspiracy theory. <laughs> this podcast is so good. I'm seriously considering becoming a Patreon member. And I'm a cheap bastard, so that's saying something. Seriously, though, give this podcast a listen and support it because these guys deserve it. And that's the bottom line because Reggie Righthook says so. They're oh. certified G's and you can't teach that. Keep it up, boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was yeah. great. You're certified G's, certified Godzilla's, everything <laughs> Um Best Podcast, five star from Noah Toa 07. Nothing to complain about with this podcast. And the ones that do are just douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> A few guys sitting around bullshitting and feel like I can relate, so it keeps my attention. As these guys are theorizing, I'll be looking stuff up as they're talking, and in most cases, I'm mind blown. Keep up the good work and keep blazing, except for the dudes that don't smoke weird. Don't smoke <laughs> weird. Well, that's not Braden anymore. He He's back on the dope. Canada legalized the legal The legal dope. I got one from Facebook. I got to read it because it's kind of funny. Mark Craddock, five stars. Love this podcast. Defo in my top 11 right now. (laughs) (laughs) Number 11 for sure. (laughs) I don't miss the heavy breathing. Is that just me? (laughs) 
<laughs> they got a couple, a couple, couple of culprits on the show. A couple of mouth, mouth breathers. <laughs> That's the only new one from Facebook. Um, what else did I have? Um, oh, so you got a prolapse of the week? Yeah, you. Oh do. shit! I got a prolapse of the week. It doesn't have any, anything to do with the podcast, really. Did it? Did it? Did this achieve a childhood dream for you a little bit? In a way, this. Yes, this achieved a childhood dream. So one of our awesome Patreon supporters, Turd Ferguson, he he legit put my song Go by Lucky Monkey as a guitar hero track. You can play the song, I guess. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's pretty neat. That's He's, fucking cool. He says I don't know I how many I, was like, Shit. I don't know how you many of you stuff still play PS two and fucking give her a rip or what? Yeah, he completed charting go. Fuck, so, that's cool. I don't know. Here's, you got to figure out how to play through it once. I don't have Guitar Hero anymore, but I really want to play this. I watched it. Oh, I, watched buddy, it. I watched him play it. Looks get on good. the classifieds. I'm sure you could get a PS2 and a fucking guitar in the game for fucking five. No, I'm sure I could. Just, for sure. I want someone else. I just want to play someone else's stuff. So. Oh, yeah. If you got Guitar you just Hero. You play it once. Yeah, I just want to play the song once. I could still shred on ex- expert, I guarantee. <laughs> guarantee. Wow. I never made it past medium. Oh, I was I was go, go oh. to the bar and win uh, bar tabs playing Guitar Hero. That's fucking nuts. Back in, Zelda, back in his prime. Was like life in high school, man. Fucking oh, yeah. High school, Hero. first year of college, I could play so much Guitar Hero. Then he became a Guitar Hero. <laughs> Working on it. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Uh, new Patreons. Oh, um, well, let, I have that up here. Let's do a, Let's do a quick a quick announcement about Patreon. So now we are we have our own Discord going, and if you're a Patreon member, we are going to be doing live Q and A's and a whole bunch of stuff on our Discord channel. So if you're a Patreon member and you don't have a Discord, make one and you can link them together, and you'll automatically be given your role in Discord. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be posting when we're gonna do some live stuff. And for all you non Patreon supporters, yeah, maybe we'll send some invites out for sometimes. But yeah, uh, get, on, get on the Patreon. We have tons of additional content. If you like our stuff, you hit the last case file and you wish for more. We have uh, guaranteed over thirty hours of additional content for Patreon. Yeah, it's 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 building up. ATT confidentials. We've got after hours. Lots of fun stuff to listen to. A lot, I think that's a lot of our funnier stuff. Our first yeah. podcast that we ever did is on there. Yeah. You will not find it anywhere else, and you'll never hear it except on hot Patreon. fucking garbage. Yeah, hot, hot garbage. Hot garbage. Any- Spe- some might say species garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'm, br- I'm bringing that's back that. Vo- only- I'm bringing back that voice for Dungeons and Dragons. Good. <laughs> you know, you'd understand that joke if you listen to our first podcast. I don't even know if that's on the if that made the first podcast. That might. Have, oh, really? I'm not sure. I gotta. Go, I'd have to go back and listen. It's been a long time, but. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So get on Patreon. It helps us out. Um. You go go to T Public. Buy our T-shirts. We got tons of tons of cool shirts on there. Uh, anything else? I'm just gonna let's just read read the new Patreons here. Oh, that's right. Now, is it Jesus or Jesus Gonzalez? I'm going with Jesus. Uh, Sarah Sawyer, Matthew, 
Andralowicz. I think that's oh, all the good. new ones. That was no. As soon as you read it, that's I think Andralowicz. that's spot on. That's all I got. I think if I missed you, let us know. Um, song of the week. Don't have it. If you want your song featured on Alien Theorist at the end of the episode, just email email me some stuff at alientheorists at gmail.com and yeah we'll put it on I'm trying to do music all the time on here now uh, yeah, what else it, anything else I don't Vegas know Vegas it's not we're not doing any live shows or anything we're just hanging out so if you want to take a vacation January 31st to February 3rd we're staying off strip probably at an Airbnb and then we're just gonna I don't know probably rent a car or scooters whatever we yeah. whatever we decide <laughs> <laughs> Ride our scooters off into the desert. Yeah. Ride the Area 51 and. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, shit. Let's, uh... Bugs in our teeth and wind in our hair. All right, let's wrap you, her up. You know what I'm going to say in the middle of the desert? I'm going to pull us all over and I'm going to go, huh? I thought the Rocky Mountains would look a little <laughs> rockier than this. <laughs> and then that's it. Anyways, uh, let's wrap this up. Let's keep those eyes on the skies. Peace. After hours. Woo! I got a, I got a Dan Scooter story. Okay. <laughs> we were, uh, <laughs> we were, we rented scooters in Wahin in Thailand one time, and we were, uh, <laughs> we we're like just get on them or whatever and peel them out. They're nice ones. We're driving down the highway. We're going to like about sixty, and this guy like kind of like kind of cuts me off, so I kind of have to. Uh, Give the brake, like give the brakes a little bit, and kind of merge to the right lane. And in the corner of my eye, I saw what I thought was a shoe, or like an object, like just kind of flutter as I was driving. So I, I was like, "Hey, Katrina, look at this."